You're soldiers of God, you must understand. The fate of your country is in your young hands. May God give you strength, do your job real well. If it all was worth it, only time it will tell. In the morning they return with tears in their eyes. The stench of death drifts up to the skies. A young soldier so ill looks at the sky bright, remembers the words thou shalt. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, won't you fight? 
That's uh, we're hitting uh, Jesus Christ Superstar pretty hard here. Um, I don't know. It's for me. It's uh, uh, it's a good piece of music. Um, yeah, I was raised Catholic, so you know there's that significance too. Not saying I buy into all of it, but um, it's uh, I'm wallowing in my nostalgia right now. But um, I still, it's still kind of a thing that uh, means like spring to me, um, as well. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. We played, uh, yeah, a bunch off that. I can't remember. Hosanna, uh, overture, um, uh, uh everything's all, everything's going to be all right. And, um, some other one, but Actually, if you can check that out, it's it's not bad. I, I kind of went a little, a little bright. Anyway, this is Bug House Square. This is Meet You Radio. It's not just radio station. It's a it's a it's a way of life for some, a comedic way of life, a, a radio way of life, a, a spoken word radio life. But I'm just doing. I'm just playing records here. This show. That's what this is. Um, but it's on a corner of 21st in Florida, in the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. And uh, it's a beautiful day today. We're, it's like the first like kind of real nice day, and uh, sunny-wise. And we've had a little bit of... I'm going to give you fucking weather reports. Um, what else did I play? Let me grab, uh, let me grab these records. Hold on. Okay, that was uh, Sky Pilot we played in there as well. Um, that's, uh, Eric Burden and the animals. We did Radiohead, Kid A, uh, everything in its right place. We opened up with, um, Neil Young off Zuma, uh, Cortez, the killer. I'm, um, 
Oh, I got a bunch of contributors this week. Because it's no lie. <laughs> In the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise. Going to rise from the basement. And what it is is people who uh, home record us, people who record music in their homes. Uh, a lot of times they put them up in cloud sources, you know, to share with friends and stuff like that. So we ask people who uh, record stuff at their home to give us links and uh, we play some, play most of it, uh, everything that I can, I'm capable of anyway, <laughs> which is not 100 percent. But, you know, I, I try. So um, what we're going to do is I'm going to bring this over here. I don't want to touch this thing because it's uh, it's a little crackly. Um, oh, by the way, if you come in through the website, we're, we're trying to raise dough. Um, there's a donate button there. Um, uh, please help out. A couple bucks uh, is, is great. Uh, this is Elizabeth Jane Hansen. And can I tell you a little bit about um, uh, Elizabeth? She was born in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, and it was at an early age that Elizabeth came to grasp the knowledge that her voice would be the passion in her life. She set out to see just how far she could go. It wasn't until after divorce that, 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 that. So Elizabeth Jane Hansen, this song's called Colorblind Blues. And I got to turn that up. We're touching that. Pretty sure this is colorblind blues. Oh, I hope it. Uh, all right. So the, the thing's chasing its tail. Um, the pause button came on, but then it went to this. I'm going to try to touch it again. It goes to play and then back to that. Oh, no. So that's always a drag when it's doing this. I, I thought we, we kind of really had kind of really had the. Uh, the internet thing locked in. Let me try another song. Um, e, I'm so sorry, Elizabeth Jane Hansen. Wait.
Jesus, just, uh, you know, back off a bit. The Temple, going back to the basement, this is Niwamni, N-I-W-A-N-M-I. If you dig this, they're on SoundCloud. This is fresh, three days old. The song's called Brothers Grimm. And uh, let's do it. I'm touching the the thing, and the the dots are going in um, in a linear fashion. And they're still doing it. I don't know if our connection is Logie today or something. They're usually a little... Here we go. Brothers Grimm. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know how to love him. Going back to the basement, this is Judah Boy, 95. Judy G. McCoy out of Austin, Texas. If you dig this, look for Judah Boy, 95. This is, I know, production Def 600. I'm not sure, but uh, let's let's see what it means. Uh, or maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with the song. I don't know. Uh, but uh, the pause button is there. The dots are come back in the linear fashion. Got that turned up. Still the dots. Hey, shouts my guy Def on the beat. You feel me? Death 600. What the fuck you wanna? Death 600. What the fuck you wanna? Death 600. Oh. I know, I know. The mirror ball has mesmerized He look around, he's the new 
heat is rising. She moves slowly. She's a China doll. By degrees, you loosen her composure. She knows, she knows, she knows, she knows. One word to the man in the pulpit. She starts twitching and she can't keep still. The seven inches of a black star Thomas Dolby urges, you know, oh, you know, uh, Children of Eden, Eden, this is our uh, next uh, contributor, Children of Eden, as in east of, from La Mirada, California, I I think it's, let's see, I can read something about them, Uh, let me see if I can make it bigger, ooh, Nice. Children of Eden is a band set on doing things the way they were meant to be, jumping through fire, getting burned, and then moving forward, learning to jump through the next fire with better finesse. The L-A-O-C-D-I-Y band takes it, dot, dot, dot. All right, let's do this. This is the kids. That's up. Children of Eden. Dig it. The um, All right. The dots are going, hold on, we're almost uh, over there. The Kids is the name of this one. Children of Eden, if you like them on Saturday.
There it was. I'm looking all over for that channel. It was, it's, uh, it's a sub mixer. It's the, uh, the, the fader for, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Again, if you come through the website, <laughs> there's a donate button and a, or a GoFundMe or something like that. We always can use a few bucks to, uh, um, change a pod on this, uh, New mark. I don't know. We just we kind of burn through these things. They get used so much. Um, I'm gonna try some contact cleaner. Maybe that might do something. Go back to the basement. This is Martian Sunsets. Um, Jason Miller out of Oakland. I'm. I th I think I'm ready for this now. From from what I get. Uh, let's see. Uh, um, experiments, sound tests, song ideas. Martian Sunset is Jason uh, Miller's synth, organ, guitar, vocals, and co-founder of the uh, Luminarians. Lumerians. Lu Lumerians. Um, Martian Sunsets, if you dig this, on SoundCloud. This is uh, Donner Party. Name of the song. Uh, the dots are going. And um, they're... They're still going. That, that's usually uh, means I got that up. Oh, here we go.
Yeah, that's Can Future Days off the Future Days record. Going back to the basement, this is Flower Flower. Uh, Become Animals, the name of this one. This is very fresh. Uh, hold on. Let me turn this up. Flower Flower. Uh, touching it. The pause button comes, and then the, the lines of dots going back.
Yeah, it's Devo off their first record, um, <clears throat> something, something or other. Um, uh, going back to the basement, this is A slash S slash L. Oh, man, hold on. I can, I can do better than that now that I've... I've oh, no. Um, hold on. I'm going to do that. This is um, home recordings from Houston, Texas. Uh, 38FF, I don't know. There's uh, Chris and Matt, maybe. Um, let's go back to that. And uh, Shoreline Demo, it's electronic. If you dig this, it's A forward slash S forward slash L. So that's how you'd find them. And we'll turn that up. I'm touching this, and the pause button is there. The dots now appear, and they're moving. It's always good when the dots are moving for, for a while. And then, here we go.
Yeah, it's Roxy Music. We're going back to the basement. This is Seventh Legend out of uh, <clears throat> uh, Round Rock, Texas. This song is called, uh, let's do uh, Beyond Agony. This is called uh, Seventh Legend. If you dig this, you can get them on Reverb Nation. Uh, Beyond Agony. We're just getting a little time constraints here. Sorry. So this, I've noticed this, uh, the Reverb Nation has been... Uh, Reverb Nation has <laughs> been taking a little more time to uh, buffer. I wonder if it's one of those ones that that net neutrality thing. They're like choking, choking Reverb Nation because they're not uh, they're not paying the not paying the man off. I don't know, but this thing is still kind of buffering. And uh, the the last one I had on that, I I I, I I'm I don't want to just desert it. Cause it is chasing its tail around and as if something's happening. Sometimes if I hit it, but that's, uh, if I hit it and then I go back and, ah, oh, it almost worked. It wants to do it. Here we go.
It's awfully considerate of you to think of me here And I'm most obliged to you for making it clear that I'm not here And I never knew the moon could be so big And I never knew the moon could be so blue And I'm grateful that you threw away my old shoes And brought me here instead dressed in red And I'm wondering who could be writing this song I don't care if the sun doesn't shine and I don't care if nothing is mine And I don't care if I'm nervous with you I'll do my loving in the Yeah, it's Pink Floyd. We're going back to the basement. Postcards from a Mirage is the name of this record. And it's by the uh, Samadhi State Regime out of Austin, Texas. If um, you dig this, it's on... Uh, this is Bandcamp. Uh, S-A-M-A-D-H-I. Samadhi State Regime. The song is called Filling the Void. Touching this. It's a pause button. The circles. I like the circle of dots. Yeah, here we go. Yep. Hey, 
infants in their beds and will unload into their heads on this mean season. got to do to do. Thank you, contributors. Good bunch this week. Uh, have a, uh, a good uh, week coming up and, and try to be good to those around you and try to understand those who you don't. Every time I look at you, I don't understand why you let the things you did get so out of hand. You'd have managed better if you'd had it planned. Why'd you choose such a backward time on such a strange land? If you'd come today, you would have reached the whole nation. Israel and 4 BC have no mass communication. featuring the finest in Bay Area comedy and uh, some other guy. It should go pretty well. I'm going to give you all seven minutes. Yeah, because we can all get to know each other. Thank you for paying attention to each other and not walking out or pissing during each other's sets. You know, 
I know. I love the, the architecture here. It works out really well. I mean, Pam always like, you know, does anybody have a problem if we pressure you into smoking weed here? You can step outside if you have an issue. It won't be uncool or anything. No, it's okay. Um, do your thing. It's fine. Just because I'm addicted to weed doesn't mean you have a problem. That's cool. Okay, so we'll go seven minutes with our list of nine, and uh, I'm going to play a game with you all at the end where I'll call you up on stage and give you three random styles of comedy, and you got to do a joke in each one. It'll be interesting, to say the least. Um, let's see. Can we get a mic check real quick? Roman, do you mind helping out? Oh, yeah. Show us how it's done. Of course, you have to, to you know, talk into the thing, too, not just masturbate. If I was, okay. there we go. It is number four then. All right. We are ready to go. Thank you, sir. Oh, oh baby. I love it when you run the mic up and down the stand. Oh, just brings a man to fantasy. Your first comedian tonight. Uh, I think I know him from East Bay Comedy, I believe. Please give it up for Mike Evans Jr. From East Bay Comedy, that's, that's how white people say, there's a black man coming on stage. <laughs> hey, Pleasanton's in the East Bay, too. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's where I steal cars. Um, so I, uh, I just turned 24 years old, which means absolutely nothing. Uh, people start telling you that just sad shit starts happening after 21. Like every time I ask my dad for advice, he always breaks my heart a little bit. I'm like, hey, dad, you know, I don't, I don't know about me and my girlfriend. And he's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I don't know about your mom. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Thanks, dad. Somehow <laughs> made me feel better. Um, I'm at that age now, though, where like I start to feel like, like, when is it too old to buy your parents just cards for Christmas and their birthdays? Like, when do you have to get them like real gifts? Right. Because I never feel like I have a real job yet. So I don't feel like, you know, I can get them more special things. Right. I don't know, it's just a question, not really a joke. I'm just trying to figure that one out. Um, I got my dad a, a Prince guitar strap. He really likes Prince, plays guitar. It's just uh, I feel like it was a better gift. It was like 34 bucks. I keep getting pajamas, though. I'm getting a little fucking upset about it. You know, give me some gas money or pay my rent. It's more of a realistic, realistic gift. Or to get, you know, or my, you know, to get my ex-girlfriend to call me back. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool gift. Doesn't happen. I just see her on social media with her new boyfriend. He's way more like buff and ripped than me. He's actually from the hood. That's the thing. Like sometimes girls look at me and stereotype me and be like, oh, you're from the hood, right? And I'm like, no, not at all. But my dad is like, my dad has all like, the stereotypes, you grew up in the hood, you know, just had like had like five sisters, he's have holes on his clothes, now he likes making it big, lives in the suburbs. Me, raised in the suburbs. Nothing cool about that shit at all. Not at all. Not intimidating. Besides my penis, that's the only thing that's pretty scary. Only because there's bumps on it. Like the bumps 
on my dick, bumps on my dick, bumps all over my dick, is, uh, doesn't feel good. Add chlamydia twice. First time, people felt bad for me. Second time, no one felt bad for me. Um, it's not really a, a sympathetic STD. There's no walks or quilts for chlamydia. <laughs> no. Everyone just kind of looks at you like, oh, motherfucker, you gotta, gotta get rid of that. Going to Planned Parenthood as a man is a hell of an experience when you go by yourself. Because like, when you go as a girl, you know, there's all, lots of things that you know, girls can get help for at Planned Parenthood. But for guys, it's like, when I walk in, every girl in there knows there's something wrong with my dick. Like, I can't say I'm here for a friend. I can't say, big old bumps on my dick, big bumps on my dick. <laughs> they wonder why I'm single. They, they always wonder why. Nah, it's, uh, I was watching that weird ass R. Kelly show today. Um, it's like, it's called Surviving R. Kelly. It's really fucked up and heartbreaking, but I don't know. I always thought like if I was to become famous, would I be scared of like, you know, the Me Too scandal? Thing is, no, because I'm not a crazy person, but I'm scared of like rumors going around that like I have a small penis. Um, Cause that would suck. I don't, my dick isn't like small all the time, just to give you that reference. It's just, sometimes I get nervous and so I can't get up. Like it's just flaccid. I just don't want to be known as like flaccid Mike. Flaccid Mike Evans Jr. You know? It's like you two, ah oh, shit, you had it, it was awful. It was terrible. Just kept flapping it around. Just gave me a black eye, that guy. Just with his flaccid, just. <laughs> Uh, I love small rooms like this. It's all intimate. You guys know so much about my dick right now. Um, yeah, so I work with kids, um, in case you <laughs> couldn't guess from that last joke. Um, it was fun. I found out I had chlamydia actually getting a, uh, a tuberculosis test, because you had to get that when you work with kids. And they were like, sir, you don't have tuberculosis, <laughs> but you have chlamydia. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? This is awful. <laughs> Yeah. The thing is, too, about comedy is that you can never tell when the comedian's lying or not, but at this point, you all know that that ain't some made-up shit. So, um, I work with kids. I used to work with elementary school kids, which are way more adorable than middle school kids. Middle school kids are trying out cuss words for the first time, saying shit in front of me that they shouldn't say, um, <laughs> doing all types of fucked up shit to each other. I saw this little kid hit another little girl in the face with a burrito, just full force. It was like third week of school, so like outfits were still like, <laughs> you know, popping and shit. And this little girl just gets like this whole like super chicken burrito just all in her hair and her eyes. And I feel so bad because I had to be the one that disciplined the kid for doing it, but it was like, it was pretty damn funny. It was, I'm gonna get fired probably. No, actually, the day I'm worried about get fired, actually, at the school I work at, is when the kids look up my name, like, on YouTube. They're going to be like, what does this guy talk about? Does he, what does he tell jokes about? And they hear me talk about bumps on my dick. It's not, it's not a good tagline. I don't want to be that guy. Oh, you mean the bumps on dick? My, oh, shit. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump's president. It's not fun for you if you're not a white male. Um. I don't know how it's going to end, though. We're, we're still trying to figure that one out. I'm excited for it to end eventually. 
to be honest, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, the day after he won, I was like, slavery's coming back. Everybody run. Shit's, shit's going down. And it's, like, almost that. It's almost that. Like, I don't know why, like, are we still going to let Republicans vote, like, next time around? Do we give them another chance? Like, it shouldn't have even gotten that far. Like, once, once it became Republican, not a me nominee. Thanks. Look out the light. I was thinking, like, you know, maybe we stop letting them vote. Like, we have an age, like, I feel like we have, like, a like an age where you can vote, like, at 18, but shouldn't it stop at a certain point? Because, like, Republicans, it's like, they're trying to hold shit from back then. Who's people who like shit from back then? Old people, but they're dying. They're not going to see global warming, Texas. Why the fuck do we let them vote on shit like global warming? I'm just saying, they don't have to see that shit. They don't. And that's why we're for kids. They're going to see that shit eventually, so I'm getting them ready. Just buying them water and get them the Bible. This is yeah, I'm just I'm just talking about nothing now. So, that's my set. <laughs> Mike Evans Jr. everybody. Yeah. So you want to play a game? Well, uh do you want to wait till the end for oh, everybody yeah. or do it with each set? Okay, let's wait till the end then. Unanimous vote. Yeah. Okay, all right. Thank you, Mike. No problem. Good stuff. Excellent work. No, I totally agree. You know what you call 10,000 dead Republicans? What? A good fucking start. <laughs> yes, I am. Your next comedian runs a lovely mic in uh, Oakland. Please give it up for Jeremy Worm Jones. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to do that so forcefully. I got too much big dick energy. That's what that is. Um, I was going to take my coat off, too, but uh, it's way too fucking cold for that. I have a very small shirt on. It's not small on purpose. I bought it small when I was smaller, but now I'm fat, so... I eat a lot of food now. Um, speaking of cold outside, uh, I don't know if uh, a lot of you guys heard about that uh, that protest against uh, the baby is cold outside during Christmas. Like some radio stations weren't playing it. I was like, I, I thought that was ridiculous. I was like, I thought that was just a, like, a, you know, a fun song between like, you know, a woman and a guy who were just, you know, having a flirty little game of like, she's trying to leave and he's trying to get her to stay, you know? She's like, I really can't stay. And he's like, but baby, it's cold outside. And she's like, I really should leave. And he's like, baby, it's cold outside. Why don't you stay and get this D? <laughs> but people turn it into like this thing, like uh, she was saying, I really can't stay. And he was like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Sit your goofy ass down and finish the rest of this bottle I bought for both of us. Shit. I'm thinking, like, if I was the third wheel in that situation, I would be one advocating for us to stay. Like, bitch, it's cold outside. What are you talking about? If it, if somebody got to jiggle his balls, I'll do it if it means staying. Shit. Fuck. That's how I feel about that song. Um, How I feel about uh, other things. Oh, I went to the movies earlier today, and uh, I saw that movie Escape Room. You guys should see that. That's a pretty good movie. Uh, it's kind of like that movie Saw. I'm sure you guys have seen that movie, right? Yeah? Uh, every time I saw the Saw movies, I always thought, like, I'd survive. I'd definitely survive every time. 
because every time somebody died, it's because they got up from wherever they were, and then this, the fucking thing started, right? They wake up in a bed or some shit. Oh, shit, they stand up, then the clock starts, and then fucking Jigsaw's face comes on a TV and goes, I've locked you in this room, and there's a key somewhere, and you got to kill yourself to get it. <laughs> and every time like I thought of that, I'd be like, I'd be the one dude that woke up somewhere randomly, like, oh, shit. I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to just stay here until the police find me, I guess. Fuck it. The screen come on and be like, I see you got out of that chair. I'm like, no, I didn't, bro. You have 15 minutes to open that door. You die. I'm I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to stay in this chair, bro, because nothing started yet. So I think I'm pretty good. I think I'm all right. I can just wait this out. I don't have my phone with me, but I got patience. I could just, just wait this out. I guess you guys don't agree with me. You'd have jumped out of the chairs and got the fuck out of there. I respect it. Uh, that's a new joke. I just wrote that just now, so uh, that's not going to. It's not going to go any better than that. So let's just move on. <laughs> let's just go on to the next one. Uh, it's 2019, and I'm advocating for a lot of shit in 2019. First of all, one of the things I'm advocating for myself is I'm wilding the fuck out. I'm just doing whatever I want to do, and I'm blaming it all on 2019. I'm gonna steal a car tonight. And when the guy's like, what are you doing? I'm be like, it's 2019, nigga, it's wild. I'm stabbing my friend. He's I'm like, damn, worm, why'd you do that? It's 2019, nigga, I'm ruthless. Going raw dog, I ain't wearing condoms no more, fuck it. 2019, fellas, y'all with me, right? Yeah? Raw? <laughs> Graham, nope. Fuck it, man. It's 2019, we made it this far. The Mayans said we'd have died five or six years ago, so fuck it, right? We in the Matrix anyway. Let's keep this shit rocking. People wilding out anyway. If we got fucking Trump tried to build this fucking wall, and he's trying to build a fucking Space Force, this guy is crazy right now. First of all, though, that Space Force idea, I'm on board with that. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and join this motherfucking Space Force. It's my dream job right there. How I see it in my mind, apparently, Trump is thinking outside the box. He's thinking, after I built this wall, what are the Mexicans going to do next? They're going to go over it and go into fucking space. (laughs) Fuck that. I got to police space. I got to do this shit right now. And how I see it is we're going to be on the moon. Trump's going to hit a button on his desk, and it's going to, boo, 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 space cadets. Get to your spaceships. We're going to run to our ships and put on armor and shit. And fight space terrorism. I'm all for that shit. But the, t- the plot twist is Trump pulls off his mask and he's a fucking alien. And he's like, I'm a fucking alien. I told it. Oh, it's too late. And then portals open up all around the world and shit. The aliens is real. They jumping out the portals. But they don't really do nothing. They just want just to live on Earth. They want a better quality of life. That's how I see that playing out in my head. Joining the Space Force. 2019, I'm advocating for hand jobs too, ladies. So y'all need to get back on that. That's if you confused, you're looking like, what does that mean? Hand jobs is like when you. Oh, I'll fuck that joke all the way up. <laughs> HJs is how it was supposed to start. Let me let me go back. HJs is what I'm a- advocating for. An HJ is a hand job. There we go. Now we're back on track. An HJ, yes. Hashtag 2019 HJs. Because, like, women ain't giving them out no more. And I'm a guy who likes a good hand job. I don't like it with spit because spit dries up really quick. And now you're just starting to fire. It's like, cut that bitch out. That, no, I don't want that. That's ridiculous. 
use some nice lube or a, a, a water-based uh, lube or some oil, some baby oil preferably, because it gives it a nice little smell in the, in the, in the session, you know? <laughs> Keep some napkins on hand, because it's going to be a lot of it, baby. It's going to be a lot. Just be ready for that. Goes everywhere. Plus in 2019, fellas, we making noise during sex, right? That's what we doing now? That's what I'm doing. Fuck yeah, like the women do. I'm, I'm loud as shit. Like, oh, Keisha! I'm yelling the girl name. Oh! Waking up the neighbors and shit. Um, I'm going I'm to leave with this. Um, a lot of women don't like, uh, a lot of women get mad at me because I use the word bitch a lot. And um, I, I don't know why, because it's like, bitch doesn't necessarily only apply to women. Men get called bitch too. Bitch is non-binary. Because if you fucking stub your toe on a table, you like, bitch, and then you knock the table over to prove it's a bitch. If you late to work, you like, ah, bitch, I'm late. That was a terrible way to end this. But I'm going to end it anyway. You guys have been great. I've been Worm. Appreciate the time. Worm Jones, everybody. Give him a hand job. <laughs> okay. Next up. Uh, please give it up for Denise. <sighs> I don't know how I got myself into this mess. Um, I want to bounce back off of thank you for not pissing while um, people are working on their set. I have noticed that a lot of people are not washing their hands and I don't have a dick, but just saying, and I'm touching the mic too. <laughs> I don't really care, but just an observation. Um, anyways, um, I wore this skirt specifically today so that if my jokes suck, you can just stare at my leg. Because, um, I mean, it's kind of fun to watch your guys' expressions too. I get a lot of weird ones. Um, give a look type of thing. Uh, I've started giving looks to guys who try to incorporate their my fake leg into um, their lines. So, and um, kind of scares them off a little bit. So it's kind of a back and forth thing. It's nice. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I had one guy today tell me to look up Mickey Avalon and um, his wife is in a few of his um, music videos. And uh, kind of the way he said it was his wife is missing a leg. So she's got this spring shit going on down there. And uh, she's in one of his mu music videos. And when you see her, she's just like, fuck this shit. I'm going to be a stripper. And I wasn't sure if I should be offended or encouraged by that, but kind of gave him the look and moved on with my life. Um, yeah. Um, I also don't know what Trump is doing in office today. I've kind of become a little bit more passive about it. I used to be all gung-ho and, you know, protective and posting shit on Facebook. Now I'm kind of like... You have um, a bunch of women coming into office now. I'm kind of wondering how you're going to grab all of their pussies. <laughs> um, uh, I am also a cancer survivor. And um, 
a lot of people say cancer survivors are heroes. Um, yeah, if it's the X-Men mutant kind, because um, uh, I went through chemo and I have acquired some unwanted powers. Um, I mean, if you lined up the X-Men and you know you had Wolverine and he's kind of like, I can slice him and dice him like Benihana. And then you have Rogue and she's like, I can suck the life out of you like your spouse. And then there's uh, Professor X who's like, I can make you think things you never thought you could. That's try to say that 10 times fast. Um, and <laughs> so uh, mine is basically, so there's that. And um, so, I mean, if you had them all and you kind of asked them, like, what did they do with Magneto? Um, well, you have Wolverine, and he's kind of like, uh, I never thought I'd be attracted to a man like I am. Because if you read the comic books, he's metal, and uh, Magneto is basically one big giant magnet. Um, it's funnier if you have to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, there's Rogue. Um, he didn't really have a life that I could suck out of him. And then um, Professor X, I could not change his mind. Um, and then, well, for me, basically, one night stand and I finished him off with a Dutch oven. <laughs> um, that's kind of all I have tonight. <laughs> So. <laughs> okay, thank you, Denise. It's pretty good. Lightening things up a bit. Okay. Uh, your next comedian has been doing comedy longer than he'd like. <laughs> Please give it up for Roman Leo. Thank you, David. David Stolowitz. You can always find him lurking around the corners of uh, Muni Radio. Just waving a knife at people and stuff. Uh, it was fun. I hope that's a prop, David. That was you're very frightening when you're angry at the other people that work or uh, share time at the radio station. <laughs> All right, my job here is done. Uh, is that, it's not quite a roach yet. I feel like Ernest uh, is too poor to afford a roach clip. <laughs> uh, I laughed into the microphone. That's weird. Um, fell off a lime scooter uh, this week. Anybody else? Oakland, man. Big problem. I, I asked an audience of people, and 20% had fallen off lime scooters. And what I learned is, is you can't like be all cool and try to ride it like you're on a snowboard. You have to like have your feet like turn like this. You can't do like the both in the same direction because if you go this way and then look that way, you ever feel your hand like flying or sliding across asphalt? It's, it was it was intense. I have like a nice boo boo on my elbow. You know, like one of those like skin your knees in uh, the '70s kind of things. Do millennials still skin their knees, or they just they just sit? I'm just, you know, I wonder. It's got to be interesting to be a millennial. They, like, grew up without the fear of eggs, you know, like, 
Man, eggs were evil back in my day. Those kill kill you. But uh, I just I, I seriously I eat eggs now, and I'm like, I wonder what it's like to just eat eggs without any kind of guilt. I I feel like I'm gonna have a stroke every time I eat an egg or maybe some bacon. I've been thinking about it a lot recently because my roommate, I asked him, he says he eats nine eggs a day. He's like 115 pounds, five foot six. And I'm like, dude, they, you're fucking out of your mind. They haven't even tried this on a person in your weight class. Like there's no experiment. <laughs> they haven't tried nine eggs on somebody your size, you know, like I'd live with roommates. Uh, man, one of them, uh, fucking smoke spliffs in the fucking living room with the door open and the heat on. I'm like, just walk six feet. Like he thought that like leaving the, I don't know. It's just, it's too, it's too much. I was like, could you just smoke outside? So they just like leaves the heat on with the door open. He's like, like halfway in and out, like watching TV. And, uh, I haven't really painted an exact picture there, but it's cause I'm so frustrated with the, like my living room bedroom or the bedroom off the living room. It's like all the clothes in my closet smell like spliffs. I'm like, it's paper and tobacco in the house. That's a cigarette. I don't care if it's 90% marijuana. You know what I mean? Like cigarettes outdoors, fucking smoke a bowl inside. Um, all right. We got glue traps cause there's mice. <laughs> fucking mouse gets caught in the glue trap. My roommate Kevin gets caught in the glue trap. <laughs> I'm like, how are you going to fucking have social change if you can't fucking kill a mouse without it's tough. You have to get angry and then drown the thing after it gets <laughs> tear up for about 30 seconds. Reminded of my humanity, right? I'm like empathetic, but I still kill it. You know what I mean? Like, is that what it, um, I'm talking about right now? I don't know. Um, I'm a horrible procrastinator. Uh, but I guess, I don't know. There's gotta be like some evolutionary advantage to procrastinating, you know? Like my mom procrastinated on that abortion, so I'm here. 